Hello and welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. This is Ann Angela Webb, the Animal Intuitive. And today I'm going to be talking with you more about the five element theory from traditional Chinese medicine and how it applies to your pets. In particular, I'm going to be focusing in on fire elements since we are in the fire element season of summer. So stay tuned. I'm also going to be able to do some animal communication. So if you want to participate in that or you just want to observe, we will be doing that as well. Alrighty, so as I mentioned, I'm going to be dealing with some um, technical difficulties for just a moment. Wait a minute. As I mentioned, I'm going to be talking about uh, fire element today, and I'm excited about it because fire element is a very interesting one. It is actually of all the elements, the only one that actually has four associated organs or meridians. And in Chinese medicine, organs also are associated with meridians. So I'll get into that a little bit more as I go along. I did do an overview of all of the uh, five elements in my last episode, but I wanted to, because people really gave me a good response and mentioned that they wanted to know more about it, I wanted to go more in depth into the different elements. So starting with, as I mentioned, fire, because it is, we're in the middle of that, that season of fire. Um, if you're new here, I would, uh, would love it if you would um, come back. The way you do that to be reminded that I'm here is by hitting that bell, subscribing. Um, it does also really help the show if you like it. Um, that's how YouTube does me the favor of putting this in front of other people and it also does the favor for other people and their pets to learn about animal communication and massage and acupressure and all just sort of th sorts of things I do to help animals and also interviews with people who can help their pets. So to get on with the show, um, I'm gonna start off with a little bit of a story and this is about a kitty cat and the kitty cat's name is Sparkles. And I do have the chat open just in case anyone is new here or unfamiliar. You can always feel free to post questions or comments in the chat and I will definitely be reviewing those as the show goes on. Okay. Um, Sparkles is a kitty cat. Sparkles loves to run all over the house. She often jumps on things um, she does this without effort, it seems like. She springs from one piece of furniture to the next. She, when she's really excited, she'll hang upside down on her cat tower and play with her tail. Her cat tower is near a window, and one of her favorite things to do is to lie there and just kind of bask in the sun. When Sparkle's family comes home, she comes running to the door to greet them. She's meowing, she's purring, and she loves to cuddle with them. She'll, she'll be on the couch with them and she just loves to be petted by them. She looks up into their eyes and they can see that sparkle in her eye. And cuddling with her family, you can just feel her affection. You can just sort of feel how uh, passionate she is too about her family, about her loved ones. And you can also see that as she's running around how passionate she is about everything she does her play her hunting because they leave toys out for her and at night she, they come out and the toys are all over the place so you know she's been like you know cats when they play with their toys they're really hunting they're practicing their little hunting skills um, she's not an outdoor cat so she can't go out and bring 
gifts to them, as some of you with cats know that situation if you've had outdoor cats. Um, but she will place a toy at the foot of their bed. So Sparkles is a joy. So um, Sparkles, here's a little, <laughs> that is my little joy, Gracie, who's decided to jump in and demonstrate what a joyful cat is. Maybe she'll hop up here. So this is Sparkles, or a, this is a prototype, obviously. Um, I wanted to kind of go to the extreme end, so I didn't use any of my clients because a lot of times with five element theory, animals and humans, because actually five element theory really, it first was applied to humans and then we, we can also apply it to animals. Um, but with people and humans, five element theory, you will often have where there's an element that you're, you're two of an element. So you might be both fire and water, or you might be mostly fire, but have some, some water. So I just wanted to do a prototype for this example that was like an extreme fire so that you could really get a picture of it. So this is my first demonstration of a sparkle. So you can see those eyes, those bright eyes, she's stretching. I even made a red. I even chose a red sparkles. Okay. So I'm gonna come back to sparkles in a bit. But just to tell you a little bit about uh, fire element. So fire element, this is the symbol for it in oops, Chinese, here, here we go. And fire element is considered the monarch of the body. And this is because fire element controls the circulation of the blood, oops, and chi. <laughs> so chi is that vital kind of life force energy that we think of. Um, some of you have heard of that if you do things like energy work. It's something that you, it's not really tangible. You can't, you know, put your finger on it, but it's the chi. It's the, um, you're born with a certain amount of it. It courses through you. It's when we want to optimize it. It controls the blood vessel, vessels, just like in Western medicine. So the heart controls the pumping of the blood. So there is sort of a, there's a Western medicine component of it. So you can you can see that in traditional Chinese medicine, how these things, they, they line up together. But then there's this a little bit of a different take on it in traditional Chinese medicine. OK, so. The heart controls the vascular system. In traditional Chinese medicine, though, heart also houses the mind. So it's in control of mental health issues, and it's related to that shen, the mind. So I'll be using that word. Um, it opens to the tongue, and I'm going to get more into this. It regulates heat in the body. It governs sweating and panting. And many animals, such as dogs, they pant to keep cool. They reduce body temperature this way. And there is some, the, the animals, there's a little bit of a myth that they don't. So, well, there's, there is sweat on the bottom of the paw pads thing. So there is a little bit of sweating. So, um, okay. So 
I got into all of this just to mention because I do acupressure for animals and acupressure points are associated with channels on the body that carry the chi around the body. And our goal in acupressure is to help to unblock block chi. So the reason we talk about these elements and the chi and the meridians is because we want to better understand, okay, let's get to the root cause. What's with this individual? Where are their weaknesses? What's the kind of thing that could be off in them? What's off balance? How do we get that on balance? Um, what do they have too much of or too little of? So you can have too much heat, too much fire, or you can have too little, or you can be, you know, right in balance. And that's where that's ideal. So, and I'm sorry, I do have to use my little notes here because this is way too much information for my memory to be able to quote all this. So, um, so uh, fire element is, by the way, not just heart. I'm going to get into a little bit more about this than I did in my last video. I just talked about heart. Um, it also has a sister meridian, which is the small intestine. I'm going to talk more about that in a moment. But um, a heart is I said associated with cardiovascular issues or the cardiovascular system so if there's an issue going on with the heart meridian it can come out in cardiovascular issues so things that you want to look for which hopefully you can catch prior to their becoming a bigger problem so maybe when the chi is sort of when the meridians are sort of blocked maybe or something's out of balance when the fire's too much too little before it gets into a bigger problem um, you may notice things like palish gums um, or tongue or the tongue as i said this is when i talked about fire opens to the tongue so the tongue it could be pale or it could be dark dark you know too dark red um, also if it's purple that could be a sign of congestion um, or poor, poor circulation. The eyes reflect the shen or the spirit of the animal. So when I mentioned, when I showed you that picture before of our kitty, I'm going to bring up another kitty. Okay, so look at this one, how beautiful. So this is a kitty, look at the beautiful, bright, sparkling eyes. You can see sort of the life in this kitty cat. The fur's just all beautiful, she's just lovely. <clears throat> um, basking in the sun, really taking it in. Um, just, but you can see in the eyes, okay, that she's got that spark. And of course, you know, if, if there are heart issues, that can be a sign that, that fire element, you know, if it's gotten to that point, it could be a sign that it's gone deeper. Um, what I love about traditional Chinese medicine, though, is that we can get to things hopefully before they get to be a bigger issue. But if they have become a bigger issue, I feel like um, there's some hope there. You can hopefully get to get get at it at a point where you can maybe begin to sort of mitigate it perhaps even reverse um, 
And I'm not saying that Western medicine does not have a place. I am just saying that I feel like um, it's wonderful to have these options of things like acupressure and also traditional Chinese medicine would include herbs and some other things. So. Um, you might also notice excess, excess heat like in the ears um, and separation anxiety would be a, a behavior. Emotions related to fire element would be um, joy. So as I mentioned, sparkles, you know, she's very like excited about running around the house and um, she's just got that joy inside of her. Here's another one lying with her sibling, dog sibling, just passionate, loving, affectionate, soaking in the sun, stretching in the sun, taking it in. Um, however, if, as I mentioned, if there's too much or too little, if there's too much joy, we think about that as like mania. So that would be where perhaps maybe sparkles getting a little bit too much. So sparkle maybe, sparkles maybe has a sibling um, like this dog at home and sparkles won't leave this dog alone. Sparkles is almost like aggressively playing with this dog. Um, you know, she's acting like maybe she thinks she's playing, but it's not really appreciated and she can't sort of back off. Um, maybe she's jumpy. So you go to pet her and she's just, you know, reacts really quickly, jumps back. Um, that can be a sign of um, excess heat. In people that you know, sometimes it helps to compare this a little bit to people just to help you get it a little bit better because you might be more familiar with these things in humans. So that would be like in a bipolar kind of a situation where somebody had mania. Think about it that way. Um, but when we think about animals, we're not looking at the same things. They're not, you know, cats aren't going out and spending a lot of money and, you know, getting themselves in trouble with the law, probably. So we have to look at it from a different perspective. Um, okay, so too little fire. So little sparkles now stops playing. She's lying around a lot, which is, as we know, very unusual for sparkles. So maybe she's not acting like she enjoys her family, like she's keeping to herself a lot. Now, of course, we always want to make sure that our pets are being seen by a veterinarian. So we always want to make sure that there's nothing going on that could, you know, we can just know right away, okay, you know, what if she has something going on physically, that she's hurt, um, you know, that something, she's ill. Um, but that can be a sign that there's not enough fire. Um, and what we might do is with holistic veterinarian, a veterinarian that maybe practices traditional Chinese medicine, is to tonify the heart, blood, and the chi, and the patterns of disharmony. Um, try to help with that. Try to deal with the excess or deficiency with herbs or, or whatever it seems to be the right way to go. Sometimes it's just a combination of a few things. And it could be a combination of Western mixed with holistic or traditional Chinese medicine. Another sign can be that things are off is um, if an animal is not sleeping well. So if you notice that your pet is 
excessively you know sometimes animals dream and it's cute sometimes you know we see in like dogs like running in their sleep and it's adorable but if they're you know sparkles is lying there and she's excessively not sleeping well she's kind of jumping up in her sleep or, or just waking up a lot and not sleeping for longer periods you know cats usually sleep quite a bit and if she's not getting enough sleep um, waking up a lot seems like she's maybe dreaming a little bit too much that can be a sign of just the disharmony we want to help her with that um, so emotional issues related to get a little bit more into that can be worry and trust issues as well so let's say that sparkles came to this family um, she was adopted and prior to being with this family she had another family and the family put her out on the street and she ended up getting picked up she went from animal control to you know whatever the SPCA and then this family adopts her in and they can't get sparkles to trust them they go to pick her up and she runs away they go to pet her and she kind of acts like she doesn't want that um, and she just all around seems like an anxious cat that of course can be an issue you know we don't want an animal to be uh, feeling like that it's not it's not healthy for them it's not giving them an enjoyable life so we can try to, um, that's my dog demonstrating uh, <laughs> right on cue a little bit too much <laughs> fire maybe so <clears throat> German shepherds <laughs> sometimes uh, one of their issues can be too much fire um, and I forgot to put him in the other room so that's my my bad um, but he demonstrates right on, right on cue. Okay, so the reason that the tongue, we talk about the tongue, is an offshoot or rudder of the heart, we say. So, so for a human, we talk about, I mentioned the mania thing. So if a person has too much fire and they're talking, 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 um, imagine that. Now apply that to an animal. Maybe it's excess <laughs> um, barking or meowing. Uh, maybe it's a bird that's squawking a lot, um, or a horse that's, you know, making a lot of sounds, Win winnowing, I forget that word, um, probably saying that wrong. So, um, the tongue can, can tell us some interesting things, but tongue is actually an interesting thing. Some people just really go deep into studying the tongue it's part of the assessment process when i meet with an animal we we do an assessment with them and it involves looking at the tongue looking at the gums and um taking the pulse it's just part of it so um you know that mania can also just be boundary issues um it can be a dog that just won't leave you alone like wants excessive attention won't you know jumps on people when they come over it gets to be annoying and they won't stop it. Okay. Um, okay, so as I mentioned, 
the small so there's four organs related to um and meridians related to fire element in the last video i actually believe i only talked about the heart i don't think i even touched on small intestine i may have mentioned that it's the sister meridian to heart um so i'm not going to go quite as deep into these other three because heart is as i said it's the monarch it's the one that we really think of when we think of heart it's not that the others don't matter don't get me wrong they're just you know they're important too but i don't think you want me to go deep 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 and that could be you know a little bit much for this <laughs> for either for this youtube and podcast purposes so i'll give you a little overview so small intestine is the sister meridian to heart so all the the meridians have a paired um, organ. So sister meridian to heart is small intestine and the physical role of the small intestine is to separ separate um, turbid from clear fluids. It's uh, therefore in traditional Chinese medicine, thinking about it is that it's separating clear from muddy thoughts and receives and transforms nutrients. So this connects the small intestine to the heart because the heart houses the mind. And so it's in charge of mental health. So that's the connection. So all of these different uh, meridians have an optimal, optimal flow of chi time. So it's really interesting within a 24 hour period, there's a two hour window where each of these meridians have, it's their time. So it's, um, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the heart meridian, and then right after that, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. for small intestine. So, uh, you know, some believe that that's a good time to work on acupressure points for these meridians during that optimal flow of chi time. Okay, and prayer, so, the next two, the final two meridians with fire element are pericardium and triple he heater meridians. So as I mentioned, there can be another scenario with Sparky coming and not trusting her family. Um, pericardium is more when it comes to, so the pericardium relates more emotionally to the worry that, I mean, the trust issues. Um, that's kind of more of its emotional leaning. Even though they're all within fire element, they, they get sort of broken down into smaller bits. So pericardium, you know, physically, it, you know, in reality, it's a, it, to everyone in, you know, Western medicine too, it's a sac that holds the heart in the chest. Um, physio physiologically, it protects the heart. In traditional Chinese medicine, um, pathogenic factors that might go to attack the heart have to go through the pericardium first. Mm. So it's the heart's protector in that sense. Um, it also assists the hearts in its role of circulating the chi and blood, specifically nutrient chi, but we don't need to get into all the different types of chi. Um, emotion is joy and trust as well as what I mentioned about, um, oh no, I did say that. Okay, joy and trust, sorry, I'm confusing myself. So the optimal flow of chi for pericardium is 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
<clears throat> so we might strengthen Sparky's pericardium meridian to help with her trust issues. That might be part of her treatment plan. Now, triple heater is not a physical organ. Um, it's an energetic system that regulates chi in three sections of the body. So there's an upper heater, a middle heater, and a lower heater. And the upper heater is like the chest area. The middle heater is more of like the um, where the food is digested, the stomach areas, the, the stomach area, um, the lower portion of the body is the lower heater. It also helps to ensure, it, it helps to move chi in the body and um, heat and help heat and fluid move easily throughout the body. It's also connected to the lymphatic system. So it's important because it does cover quite a bit of the body. Um, the optimal flow of chi for triple heater is 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. So, you know, it directly follows its sister meridian. So physical issues uh, related to fire element that would be more related to pericardium and triple heater would be shoulder and neck problems. Um, and now the reason that there's physical issues that sometimes are near certain areas of the body is because the meridians pass along those parts of the body. Immune system issues, as mentioned, the lymphatic system <clears throat> is especially connected to the triple heater meridian. Tension in the upper chest, TMJ, shoulder and elbow soreness, stiff neck and head, and slower fast metabolism, edema. And then emotional issues would include nervousness, lack of trust, timid, I never say this right, timidity, <laughs> did I say it, timidity, yes, anxiety. Um, so any questions or just, I don't know, revelations about your own pets as you listen to this, does anybody think they have a fire element animal? as they're listening to this, or an animal that has at least partly fire element. I would love to hear it in the chat, or if you're watching this later, I'd love to see it in the comments too. I always check the comments and I will respond. I'm always curious. Um, so, I also just wanted to show you Oh, I thought I had another picture here. So another just sort of picture of a kitty with, I don't know why I chose all pretty much cats for this. I could have branched out a little bit, but since I started with sparkles, this would be a cat who's really into its, like, it's really focused on its, its like, getting what it wants, its hunt. I mean, granted, it looks like it's trying to eat grass right now, but um, it's a pretty good, I couldn't really find one where it was, like, a hunting hunting, but... It's a pretty good representation of a cat who has fire element working. It's on its hunt. Okay, so, and here's one more. It's a gorgeous. Look at the sparkly eyes, sort of bright. They're engaged with you. Um, you know, that's something to also keep in mind. If your pet's seems kind of like when you're looking at them just sort of a little checked out like they're not really connecting in with you that can be a sign that 
the fire element needs some tonifying. And this stuff doesn't have to be, you know, scary. Like, I don't want it to scare anyone because I think that's the thing that makes me gravitate towards traditional Chinese medicine is that you, you can help animals and people before it gets to that point where maybe it's going to be more difficult to um, get the system back in order. So you might pick things up, but hey, there's some hope we can do something. Okay, so I also wasn't sure if anybody wanted me to talk with any of their pets. I didn't see that in the comments, but I don't want to. Okay, so um, I am going to see what you all think. Let me know if you want me to continue with this series. I can continue on next time with Earth Element. Um, that would be the next one in order, and it's what's coming next. In you know seasonally, we're going to be going in this part of the country at least. We're going to be going into the Earth um, in five five element theory. Uh, so it's good to be aware of these things because it makes you more consci conscientious, more aware of what's maybe affecting you, what might be affecting your pets. Um, so something to be aware of with uh, this time of year is that with fire element, you're you know more susceptible to getting overheated. Some of it's just logical. Some of it's just stuff that we sort of know and we don't think about it as something related to maybe like this kind of stuff, like traditional Chinese medicine but there are parallels and crossovers. Um, but these things can, the, the idea being that there are even like foods that can help. So if your animal runs a little too hot, for instance, um, or you, you know, there are foods that you can help use to help with that. So bitter foods are often good for fire element individuals. Um, with dogs and cats and other animals, that can be a little bit more difficult than people because a lot of the foods that you would ingest for a human to help balance that out, you can't really give an animal. So, um, however, um, like dandelion is something that, um, you know, you can even get like dandelion tincture and that actually helps with liver clearing you can even find that made specifically for pets um you do want to make sure that's a good organic dandelion tincture um there's some other ones and i you know don't specialize in foods but there are websites that could help you narrow that down a little bit more and i do think that the summer is a little bit a little bit more difficult for that because of the the nature of the foods that help with it but um cooling foods also might be like fish instead of beef um so as far as like meats and things like that that would be something to keep in mind like a white fish um so if you have any questions if i can help you in any way with pointing you in the right direction there are vets who specifically deal with food um, issues and the elements and traditional Chinese medicine so that would be a good thing there's I'm sure there's like sites even just devoted to that so um, 
think it's very interesting myself. And, you know, if you can teach me anything, I'm always willing to hear what your experiences have been. Please post them in the comments. And if you're interested in um, connecting with me for any of the things that I do, like animal communication, which I do at a distance, I do teach privately and in groups at a distance right now. Um, feel free to reach out to me. You can contact me at Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com or just go to my website, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com and you can book a session there. I also do energy work and I am certified in acupressure and massage for animals and I work with essential oils and CBDs. So I really appreciate you being here. It means the world to me and I do do Furry Thursdays every Thursday night, but this week I wasn't able to do it. I came down with a little bit of a cold. Um, so uh, I'm not sure I'll be back this Thursday for Thursdays. I may be taking that week off, I'm not sure. But I will definitely be here the week after this one coming up. All right, thank you all and have a good rest of your day or evening wherever you are in the world.